0: Stephanie.
1: And Sam. And you're listening to McCo, an American podcast for McFly. In this podcast, we discuss McFly's music one single at a time.
0: And today we're discussing room on the third floor.
1: Also, today we have a very special guest with us here. It is our friend Kathleen Harris. Say hi, Kathleen. Hello. <laughs> this is very special because it is McCo's first ever guest. Woo! <laughs> it's such an honor. <laughs>
2: excited.
1: It's also very special because Kathleen doesn't know much about McFly, (laughs) so we're bringing McFly to the people one person at a time. Kathleen, will you tell us a little bit about you and your your experience up till now with the band McFly?
2: Sure! I'm glad to be here today. My name is Kathleen, a bookseller, and I know literally almost nothing about McFly except for what I have seen in the movie, Just My Luck*, which is a very old picture of McFly from several years ago. A classic. Yeah. Still love watching that
1: movie. A classic.
2: So yeah, I, I basically know that movie. I do follow uh, Tom on Instagram. So I basically, I know Tom and then I know uh, Five Colors. That, that's
1: all I got. <laughs> that's more than the average American. <laughs>
0: that is very true. It's more than the average person. It's usually um, when people ask me, who's your favorite band? I'm like, oh, McFly. And they're like, who's that? Did they literally
1: say <laughs> McWho? Yeah. McWho? <laughs> but you follow Tom on Instagram. Tell us more about why you love Tom and hate everyone else in the band. I
2: don't hate them. I
1: just.
2: <laughs> Honestly, this is super weird, but I don't know if anyone remembers that video that went viral a couple of years ago of him with his little baby and they were like blowing out the, um, the dandelion. dandelion. Yes. Yeah. To make <laughs> I saw that like randomly and it was the cutest thing. And then I think that's how I found his Instagram. And, you know, he's a writer um, and is a published author, which I relate to. I follow a lot of other authors on my Instagram, a bookseller and all. So I think it just kind of was like a natural transition, I think, for me to, to follow him. And he's just really funny and
1: adorable <laughs> and,
2: you know, everything. So
1: We love Tom here.
2: We do yeah, love Tom. I can see why. <laughs> It's so funny that you mentioned that video because
0: he just reposted that video oh, because it was Buzz's birthday. Aww. Sixth birthday the other day.
1: God. I'm pretty sure, like, wasn't just, like, yesterday Buzz was, like, an infant on tour with them? I mean, what happened? <laughs> Where's the time gone?
0: I'm actually really excited
2: that you followed Tom and, like, have a crush on Tom. Oh, yeah. We all have crushes on Tom. Everyone has a crush it's on just, Tom. It's a thing. I feel like that just legitimizes your guys' crushes now. Like <laughs> that everyone else has one. Yeah. Even the not fans. <laughs> But it's so funny that you
0: mentioned that because Sam and I read interactive fanfictions. I'm telling you this now because you're here with us. And there's always, like, you always have to have a friend for one of the mid guys. And of course, I'm always with Dougie. Sam's always with Danny. Harry is with some random person we choose. But Tom is always with you. <laughs>
2: you in these Wait, fictions. what? <laughs> what? What? This is news to me. <laughs> I'm okay with
1: that, but I feel shocked and surprised. I don't know why we decided that, but at some point we just decided, right? Because it was like the way that these prompts work in this interactive fan fiction is they'll they'll say like, "What's your name?" and then you know we'll tell them like, "What's your best friend's name?" So then I'll write Stephanie, and they'll be like, "Name another friend," and like, "Name another friend." So right, so we we're just like, "Okay, Kathleen," "Okay, Kelsey," and then they'd be like, "Okay, who's like a." Who's the McGuy for your friend? And so we just started pairing you with Tom (laughs) in every fanfiction.
2: I'm okay with that. I'm I'm here for it. How do I read these? How does this
1: happen?
2: We will send you the link. I love these interactive fanfictions. Shout out to
0: the
1: Brazilians who do this interactive fanfiction. It's called Fanfic Obsession. I don't know the URL, but we can post it. Also, we're going to have a whole episode in the future dedicated to fanfiction for McFly, so stay tuned. But this validates all of my fanfiction choices that Kathleen's like, oh, yeah, Tom is the one. <laughs> like, I already knew that. We have read you guys getting married so many times, you don't even know. That's awesome. <laughs> Honestly,
2: though, so when I first watched Just My Luck, I think it was all about Danny for me when I watched Just My Luck, which, I mean, like, ever since I met you, Sam, I can't, like, I can no longer justify my crush on Danny or you'll, like, eat me alive. Correct. Um, <laughs> But I don't, like, looking, you know, I mean, you guys have this great poster here, but looking at that, uh, I, like, support your choice of Doug. He was so quiet in the Just My Luck movie that I think I kind of, I forgot about him a little bit, but he's really cute. He's super attractive.
0: And the poster she's referring to is, I have a Keep Calm and Play Louder poster on my wall, like right in front of my desk. The reason he's so quiet in the movie, he had more lines. He was so shy, He just didn't, he just couldn't do it. They gave his lines to the other boys. His moment to shine was when he threw the trash can. <laughs> classic Doug move.
1: A classic. <laughs> yes, it's so good.
0: Uh. It's so funny that you think Doug's attractive because he looks exactly like Sam.
1: <laughs> it's true. Right. Please observe the hair. <laughs> you can't see my hair, team. But we've already posted the picture about about me looking exactly like Doug. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they're all super cute. I I support all of our choices. But you're correct that Tom is for everyone and Danny is for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: so I have come to realize.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The first time that Stephanie and I met other fans of McFly, right, like we've talked about in the podcast before, how McFly has always felt like just for me and Stephanie, in, because we didn't know anyone in, in the U.S. who, like, loved them. We didn't have, like, the community of, of people around that you would have if you were a fan in, like, the U.K. And so back in 2012, when McFly came to New York City, Stephanie and I hopped a Greyhound bus and went to go see them. And then there were tons of other American McFly fans, like, in line waiting for this. And so we started chatting with them uh, before the concert. And Stephanie and I were, like, shook and had some real jealousy responses, right, when we were talking to these, like, women who liked McFly, right, like, I remember one of them was like, oh, yeah, Danny's my absolute favorite, like, I love him. And I remember being like, excuse me? I'm like, you don't even know him! <laughs> I was like, how dare you? You know, like, Danny's mine, right, and like, because, like, we didn't grow up in, like, a we share them with the public kind of way, you know? So we did, we had some sort of, like, possession moments, right? Like, this other girl in line was like, oh, yeah, Dougie's, like, the hottest. And Stephanie was like,
0: Obvious, I'm older now, and I'm like, yes, everyone else can have him, but he'll choose me. It's fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Should we start talking about this video? Yeah. That- apparently Sam has
1: never seen in her entire life I have never seen this music video before ever 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 right like (laughs) Kathleen also hasn't seen it I assume but that makes sense right but (laughs) here I am co-hosting a podcast all about McFly and Stephanie was like so we're gonna do room on the third floor and I was like there's a music video for that and she was like yeah and then she described it to me and I was like I don't remember this and she's like you you will when you see it like she's like you'll recognize it and I was watching this music video like what (laughs) no (laughs) what is happening like (laughs) I have never seen this video before so like I'm fired as the co-host of Miku I think I'm canceled
2: all right so I guess we're hiring Kathleen
1: Right? only
2: if you want um, a a baby's you know (laughs) view of this whole thing, because I haven't seen, like, anything else, so... <laughs>
1: right. I think I've
2: seen everything
1: else, but yeah. it's good that you're here, Kathleen, because I don't have the authority to talk about this. So,
0: but before we talk about the video, I would like to say some fast facts about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, this single was released on November 15, 2004. It made it to number five on the UK Singles Chart. It was actually produced by Jason Hit Ear perry oh. It was written during their two-month stint at the Intercontinental London in Room 363, apparently. Also, so the McFly set with Rhodey and Fans, which is what their little model box is called, was a nod to their then-upcoming tour.
1: Ooh, their first tour, I bet.
0: Yeah, this was their first album.
1: Yeah, that's so exciting. I learned a fast fact about Room on the Third Floor. This is the first song that Tom and Danny wrote together without James. Like, James Bourne contributed to Five Colors, and That Girl, and Obviously, but then James Bourne was like, okay, whatever, I'm in Busted, I have to go home now. And Tom and Danny were like, well, we're we're still in a band, so we're gonna write songs without you. And Room on the Third Floor is the first song that they wrote by themselves, as a band. That's,
2: um, very interesting, because I don't like this song. (laughs) I was gonna say the same thing either, or two, I don't like it either. I
1: don't like this song either! (laughs) (laughs) don't judge them by this one song Kathleen I wasn't going to I was
2: I mean we can probably talk about this more later but I think that like this song is for sure not as catchy as their other songs like Five Colors it's just kind of like a a meh slow jam yeah. yeah like James I think has a way like I love James Bourne he's
0: my favorite. James has such like a way with lyrics and writing songs, and he's so good at it and good at the like, catchiness of songs, so it makes sense to me that the first song that they write by themselves isn't as catchy as the other one. I don't know who this James person
2: is. <laughs> sorry. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry.
1: You're fine. Uh, yes, you do. Uh, you are familiar with the Jonas Brothers? Yes, vaguely. <laughs> you are familiar with their mega hit Year 3000? Oh, yeah. That's actually a cover of a Busted song. James Bourne wrote it. He's in Busted.
2: Okay, cool. Um, I think I did know that fact, that it was not actually a, a Joe Burrow song. Yeah. Probably these. from you I learned that. <laughs> okay, cool. So he just in another band and just, like, go write mm-hmm. songs with them because they're, like, friends and stuff, or? Yeah. Okay, I don't know. I guess with the way you were talking about I pictured him as some sort of, like, mysterious music producer person, but pretty mysterious. Oh, okay. just kidding! No, he's not. He's all over Instagram and Twitter. Okay, time. I'm
1: just naive. Yeah, he's in the band Busted, which is a contemporary of McFly's. Mm-hmm. Um, they're both sort of like this, like pop rock, rip pop thing. So, uh, and they wrote a lot of songs together. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, and I remember McBusted. Yeah. yeah, McBusted. I remember that from the tour when we were uh, studying
1: abroad. I will say that later, Tom and Danny also write songs on their own without James's help, and they do a great job, right? But, like, no offense, babies, this is not your finest hour. Like, I don't like this song.
0: I don't either. I don't know, like, and I can't give you a specific reason why I don't like it.
2: It's just, like, not fun. Yeah. (laughs) I don't care about it.
1: (laughs) And it doesn't really mean anything.
2: Yeah. I would see. okay, thank you for bringing that up, because... I was trying to, like, listen real close to the lyrics and, like, (laughs) divine something. And I just was like, oh, so there's, like, a hotel and they're just not on the first floor. And (laughs) I, like, couldn't get, I couldn't get anything deeper. I thought maybe you guys would have insight because you, like, know the band better, but...
1: No. It feels like, to me, like, an inside joke, right? Like, Tom and Danny lived in this hotel for months Writing songs, like launching their first album, right? Like, and this was even before they met up with Dougie and Harry, right? So it was before McFly was McFly. It was just Tom and Danny writing songs, trying to become a band. Mm -hmm. Like, it feels to me just like an inside joke, right? Like, it's an ode to their time in this hotel that means nothing to no one else because they're the ones that were in this hotel, right? It's like, oh, uh, you know, it's room on the third floor, not what we asked for, or, you know, one bed is broken, uh, next room is smoking, air conditioner stuck on heat, right, and, like, that's probably something that makes Tom and Danny go, like, "Oh, that next room, right, they stink, it smells like smoke, and we didn't want this room, and oh my god, it's always so hot in here, right? but it feels like an inside joke to me, right, like, and I'm not part of it because I wasn't in that room.
0: When you started saying those lyrics together, my questions popped up, like, what did they ask for then? Did they share a bed since one was broken?
1: (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm now much more interested. (laughs) I'm much more interested in
0: that aspect. Did you guys share the bed? Cute.
1: (laughs) But I also think the video is proof that this song is not as substantial as their first three singles. And that girl, that girl, the music video is about the same thing the song is about, right? We see Danny like, wooing this girl, uh, and then we see her drive up the next day or three days later or whatever, right? With, like, someone else and, you know, and then obviously we see them sort of pining over this woman on a golf course, right? So, like, the music video matches the lyrics, but this music video is off the wall weird, and... I think it's because they're like, well, the song doesn't mean anything, so here's a music video <laughs> that means nothing also. I actually had a thought.
0: So I put, overall, weird video. We could possibly think of it, of it as they are just playthings to make money for a record label, or they're trying to come up with a creative way to nod to their upcoming tour because that's, a bit, that's the only like fun fact I got from it. I was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. like, whatever. I was just like, I don't know any other purpose of you guys being toy models rather than just being played things for record label. Because we find out, like, years later, they like broke off from the record label and made a new record label. by the time, mm-hmm. um what is it, Radioactive comes out. So Radioactive, mm-hmm. like, is produced by their own label. I'm not sure if that's, like, a commentary on record labels or but I don't know. I don't, I don't think this is the song I skipped most. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> if it comes on. Also, this is why I've been a McFly fan for two decades and have never seen this music video. <laughs> but I want to hear it, Kathleen. So we asked you to do this. We're like, watch this music video ahead of time. You don't know anything about McFly. And this is what we make you watch, right? Like it opens up with them in a, a box, right? They're plastic people. Please walk me through some of your, uh, your thoughts? Um, I don't really have like too much to walk you through. Um, it
2: was just it really weirded me out because you know like they have those pieces and they're all you know like separate body parts, right? That you because like with the models you would then like build the bodies. <laughs> out of the pieces so they're, but they never like really do that and they're all just like these separate body parts moving like they have the hand strumming like it would be strumming a guitar but there's like no guitar it's just like weirdly moving in the air dancing <laughs> legs and it just it creeps me out a lot the graphics were really good I did um notice that especially um when they like pan through and um like all of the heads are singing Of the different band members Mm -hmm. and they just did a really good job with those graphics and making those look exactly like the band members but also they really did look like
1: toy pieces too so like it had good graphics but it was just creepy. it is so it is so weird like in the beginning my first note when i started watching this right is is was the moment that like it pans to tom's plastic head and he's just a severed head and he opens his eyes and starts singing (laughs) And I was like, oh, Plastic Time is singing to me. I was like, Th- "Like what the hell? And then I wrote, uh, this is so weird, poor Kathleen, LOL. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, I wonder, when did this, uh, you said, what, 2004, was it? Yep, 2004. When mm-hmm. did, um, what was that sync song where they were, like, dancing puppets? Oh,
1: my And they were gosh. also, like, Barbie
2: doll. Bye, bye, Kendall. bye. Yeah, when Boy. did that come out? I wonder if it was, like, a nod
1: to, like, maybe trying to do that sort of a thing
2: with like, Sam,
1: yeah. Google. It came out in 2000, January 2000. 2000. So probably too far away to be
2: like an actual nod to it. But as far as like music videos go of like band members being like toys, that sort of a thing, I thought that there was a way that this was executed in a way that, you know, Bye Bye Bye, Bye was executed and that they weren't kind of on the same plane as far as like getting the point across and it being like
1: cooler than it was weird. I do like what Stephanie said about, like, oh, is it making some kind of statement on, like, commodity and, like, being just, like, pieces to move around and not themselves? And, I and like, I think supporting that is what you already noted, Kathleen, right? Which is that you see them in pieces, but you never actually see them fully assembled, right? Like, like the video is three minutes long, and in that time, they're never fully built. Um, so I guess there is some kind of analysis that you could make there about how they're sort of, like, in progress and they're not, like, autonomous or whatever,
0: and also, like, um, if you think about entertainers in general, like, you only see, like, a piece of their life, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you only see as much as they want to share with us. Right. We're not with them all the time. And... I'm... <laughs> more like i'm digging deep into this three minute video that's really yes. big it's probably i'm probably giving them more credit than they're actually yes <laughs> thinking but like that's just where my mind went because i've been watching a lot of bo burnham lately and uh if anyone knows anything about bo burnham he's just like sarcastic uh, entertainer who basically like he's like i'm literally just on show on stage right now like mm-hmm. i this is not how i really am and so i think watching that and then watching this video and I'm like, wow, oh, there's just pieces to be moved by this record label. <laughs> like, you know? And then I thought, as we were talking, I was like, and they're stuck in a box. like
1: <laughs>
0: They're in this one box that people just want to put them in.
1: But also, yes, everything you just said, but like, also, I really want that box set. <laughs>
0: <Right>? <laughs> I want that. <laughs> I think when I first watched this video years and years ago, cause I'm really the only one. Here, i've the video <laughs> i remember thinking like is this real
1: like, i know can i buy this like i was like please send me the directions on how to build danny jones thank you <laughs> yes <laughs> which speaking of i went to the internet to see if there really was like a mcfly box set or like mcfly action figures and you know it's like is this on ebay like can i have this and guess what the roadie plus fan box set from this video does not exist in real life. But they do have McFly action figures on the internet. Don't doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> they're um they're in the style of the like pop, you know, like with the big with like the big square heads. Okay. Um, and like so they're not like action figures like um like these plastic soldiers we see in the video or like action figures like you would think of. Other things, but they have those like pop funko things that are like custom made, and they have a bunch of different McFly ones. And um, and I'm gonna post them on the Twitter because oh my god, <laughs> like they're so cute and weird. Like Tom has his little red glasses on in them, and he's so cute. And they made one of Harry, and he's not wearing a shirt. <laughs> on brand. Right? Um, and then Dougie's looks really good because he's got the the long hair, and, like, poor Danny, like, he just, like, looks like a regular person, right, as a, as a Funko, right? There's, like, no, like, no really distinguishing features, right? Like, Harry shirtless, time has his glasses, Dougie's got that, like, long, swoopy hair, and Danny's just, like, a brunette dude. But still, they exist. You could have them in your house if you wanted. Well,
0: my birthday's in a couple months, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Athleen's birthday is actually this month, so I know what I'm getting her. I'll get her the Tom Funko
2: oh Pop. <laughs> I have, like, four Funko Pops. I'm trying not to collect them. But the Tom one is so cute, he's got some glasses. That's, like, my downfall. When the pop is really cute, like, for whatever reason, I own, like, a Norman Bates pop. That was the first one I ever bought. Because he's so cute, and that seems super weird. I get it. But it's adorable. Fine. I enjoy my, uh, Dustin from Stranger Things pop. I have, have? two, and
0: right. one from Kathleen, and then one from my friend Sarah at work. I only have
1: one. I have Peter Capaldi uh, as the doctor from Doctor Who. That's the only pop I have.
2: So these are you said these are like custom pops. Yeah, they're not uh, they're not official pops from the Pop Funko Funko Pop brand,
1: right? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a there's a Twitter that I found that like makes these pop things to order. Um, so like yeah. you, you would have to go online and be like, please make Tom Fletcher, thank you. Yeah. Uh, and then they <laughs> okay. would make it and send it to you. So they're not just like easily available. But still, when you Google McFly action figure, they, they come up. And I was like, oh my God, here they are. Room on the third floor video in real life. Though the pops are way cuter than they are in this video. I know Kathleen just said the graphics are really good. And I think like as a technological feat, they're like good graphics. They look like themselves and they also look like Plastic toys, like you just said, Kathleen. But like Danny is not a handsome plastic man. Like specifically Danny, I was like, ooh, like has not a good look for you.
0: I'm cracking up because (laughs) this is that's actually them. Um, They shot this video. They they painted all of them blue and shot this video, and then just used the computer to make them look like plastic. So that's your man. That is actually I know
2: that's my (laughs) man, but he does not look good when he's painted green. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and turned into plastic. The blue paint adds ten pounds. <laughs> no, it's the hair. It's the hair that like goes over his eyes. Do they have to paint the hair too? Yeah, I think oh, they paint, like. That's as why. You know,
0: and I think like in a video, Danny was like, "We look like Smurfs," and I was like, "Of course he would say something yeah. like that."
1: <laughs> yeah, but like, I love him. I love him. But he's not a handsome plastic man.
0: I actually mentioned uh, the hair because Danny's hair goes over both of mm-hmm. his eyes. I'm like, what is this emo bangs thing going on? <laughs> it's like the doggy looked like huge emo mm-hmm. with his little plastic man because he had one eye covering, he had like big headphones in, just like the emo aesthetic. But also, I did that shit. Right. He's so cute, which I say
1: about him in every video. So,
0: That's far. so, it's so funny,
1: like, you're, like, you're watching Dougie. <laughs> And you're like, oh, he's such a cute little plastic man. And I'm over here like, Danny, no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I support my mans.
1: Whatever. I stand by it. Not a handsome plastic man. But Harry, I would like to say Harry, is a very good looking plastic man. Harry, there's
0: literally (laughs) no look that Harry Judd cannot pull off.
1: Right. You turn him into a plastic toy soldier. He's beautiful. He was bald at one point. And I was still like, I do it. (laughs) (laughs) Harry is beautiful. Kathleen, I'm sitting here thinking as we're talking about this. You already you're like I know who Thomas, but like who are the rest of them? Do you even know when we're talking about like oh, Danny is this plastic man, and Harry is this beautiful plastic man, and look at Dougie's like emo bangs. Do you even know which one is which? Uh,
2: yeah, I think so for the most part. You know, I mean, having you know been friends with y'all for like years now and hearing you guys talk about them a lot, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, I think I've pretty much nailed down who they all are. I definitely um, Harry and I think were the ones I like wasn't as sure of, but I think after today I'd be like, yeah, I think if I saw them in a crowd of people, um, I think I'd be able to be like, oh, those are McFly boys. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: so I think I could, I think I could pick out their faces from a crowd. If you are seeing McFly in a crowd of people, the first thing you have to do is call us. Which is oh. Just a record. <laughs> without a doubt,
2: first I'll like snap a pic like a creeper
1: like, is this them? <laughs> She's so casual about it. She's like, hey, do you think that this is Harry from McFly? And I'm like, what are you doing? Where are you? I'm sending you GPS coordinates. Like, why are you so casual
2: about this? Maybe maybe Harry would be the one I wouldn't be able to recognize in the crowd. I think I could probably get Dougie or, for sure, Tom or Danny. Basically, if
1: you're in a crowd of people and you're like, man, that guy is gorgeous. It's Harry. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, like, if you're just ever out and you're like, this who's the most beautiful man in this room like he's so beautiful i can't even look at him it's almost disturbing how gorgeous he is than a terry
2: maybe i need to look at more pictures <laughs> oh yeah it. you do oh no, you do that
1: is time yes. well spent you will not be mad
2: go to his instagram just scroll like, oh
1: okay <laughs> I'm gonna do that now <laughs> well it might help the podcast just do that now. Okay, bye, Kathleen. Thanks for coming. <laughs> You're not having the like uh, verbal reaction that I was really anticipating that you were gonna have. Well, also his, ins-
0: his Instagram's not really. No, actually, it's not that much. Just... just go to Google Images.
2: Yeah, don't do that. that. Are you gonna show me the pictures saved in your phone? Yeah, because I have an album for Harry Judd. You really? Oh my god! No, I don't. Oh, okay. Erica. But, but I should. Oh, like. okay. Okay. So the first picture when you Google Harry Judd images is get fit, get Harry uh, of him shirtless. No, it's happy. He oh, it's happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I would like to get fit, get Harry, please. <laughs> you know what? I can't read, and also. <laughs> As long as it's H J R R Y, fit and Harry. That's me. Look, it does like those P's look like R's. They do, and it looks like, like, and his name's Harry.
0: So it's written on his abs. Oh. So I would also, if I could get fit and get Harry, I would do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: exactly, I would take my diet more seriously. That book would have sold even more copies. Yeah, okay, so, yeah, the thirst is real. Like, is he really, like, why are his abs <laughs> like this? Like, he's just a drummer. I know! I don't understand. He's like, drum- this Is just what drumming does to your abs? Listen, listen, <laughs> it's
0: scientifically proven that all drummers and bands, their bang bang makes this one a bang bang. <laughs> he is the
2: most attractive man oh I've God. ever met. His I've never butt. met him, but... <laughs> he's the most attractive one! This one shows his butt. I don't, this uh, there's a cover of him on what is this like Attitude magazine and mm-hmm. it just what was the quote from the other song the just a loner with a sexy attitude that's like the first thing yeah. that popped up because he's like naked and like whitey tidy attitude that's the sexy mm-hmm. attitude he's got it he's he's really he's the person it. the lyrics were meant to be about oh, oh my yeah. gosh great the
0: fan theory all of McFly songs are about Harry. Potter. <laughs>
1: All the love songs are actually about Harry. It's actually about Tom and Danny and Dougie crushing on Harry so hard.
0: I am going to re-listen to these songs, and with that in frame of mind, like it's true. <laughs>
1: yeah. Stay tuned for our next podcast episode, in which we, we read Harry thirst into everything. <laughs>
0: um, uh, so that's Harry Judd. Dud, actually. It, <laughs> Judd the yeah. stud. Did you guys coin that, or is that real? Is a thing that the okay. fans have made up. Solid. I think it was solid. Watching all these videos, I never realized how little of Harry appears in any of these new videos. He's like,
1: oh yeah, obsolete.
0: And I think it's just because he is the hottest one, and they know that. <laughs> I think they're like you have to stay in the background because
2: otherwise you'll overshadow everyone I think that happens to drummers a lot though like across the board like mm-hmm. it's just you know drummers don't get a lot of love like I went to a live show even the other day and um you know just like a, a random band and the drummer gets like no love like we'll stand in front of them nobody's looking at them and I feel like the same happens in music videos like they're not usually considered a front man Right. You know, except for in Black Keys, because there's only two people in that band, so that's like the one time yeah. <laughs> so they were like, who are that? Right, that is, who's the Black Keys? Yeah. I wonder who they are. It's
1: true. But you're right, like, the drummer, I mean, like, they're physically removed from the front, right? Like, they're, they're in concerts and, like, you know, even in performance videos where they're being recorded, right? They're back. They're pushed back. They're behind this giant instrument. They're immobile. So I do think that they, um, think they're the ones the most likely to be overlooked. And Harry doesn't sing, right? Like, Tom and Danny do most of the vocals. Dougie occasionally will sing, but Harry never sings on the albums. So, like, that's just, like, yet another way that he's silenced.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag
1: free Harry 2020. This is Harry
0: erasure! (laughs) I will say, though, um, you look... If you watch any of their live videos, or I have been into listening to their 10-year anniversary live album, they do give Harry some of the spotlight. Like they'll be like, and like, when they introduce themselves, they'll be like and Harry Judd, and then like there's a whole like bit in that album where um, Dougie is, like, introducing everybody, and he's like, and Harry Judd. And then, like, Tom plays, like, a little intro Mm -hmm. music. Doug's like, you have your own intro music. (laughs) And they're like, Harry, what does it sound like when your football team loses? (laughs) Harry's like, I don't know. Ask my organist. (laughs) So I will say, like, even though, like, drummers are removed and there's, like, no Harry in the videos, I think that changes later on. They, like, in live performances, I think they make up for it, because that is their fan.
1: They're, they're very hot friend. They're very hot friends. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think the band overlooks them, or overlooks him, you know, yeah. but, uh... Oh, no. And I don't think the fan base does, but I do think, like, the marketing does. Which is unfortunate, Shame.
2: because... Yeah. Shame on those marketers. Right. He's really hot.
1: And they needed that hotness in this video, so they made a mistake by by pulling back on Harry... Because this is not a sexy video. No. Kevin, do you feel that this was a sexy video?
2: No, I. if you recall my, my previous comment, I was creeped out. But, no, I'm <laughs> just
1: kidding. Uh, so, uh, which of these uh, plastic men would you like to take home with you? Okay, so like, well, no, and that's the thing, is that like, you know, they, they
2: were showing the dismembered body part. <laughs> that's literally the term you would have to use for that. And it was, you know, like, arms and legs and heads. I don't recall any torsos, really. Right. Yeah, not, not you know, too much. And not that, like, the torso is, like, the sexiest <laughs> part of a <the> man. <laughs> but, you know like, Kat, we we like. were just looking at those pictures of Harry Judd shirtless, and it's nice when they got some abs going on, but... <laughs> I, you know, I there's nothing really sexy about a dismembered arm um, or a leg. What are you talking about? I
1: love the arm. Okay, I would like to say that there's a moment about a minute and a half in where Harry's hand twirls a drumstick, and I was like, ooh, good job. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, that's the only, like, v- the only moment in the video that I had a verbal reaction. Right? I was yeah. like, ooh. i
0: like to admit that he twirled a drumstick again in this video, and I think so far he's termed a He's twirled a drumstick in everybody. video. Yeah. It
1: should be on drumstick watch. Yeah, you should.
0: <laughs> Keep a yeah. tally. It like,
2: it's a fun
1: fact. Yeah. yeah, it only makes me, um, it only makes me, like, verbally, re- like, respond a couple of times. Like, I had a moment, and obviously, we had a whole debate about it, but.
0: I mean, like, that was probably the sexiest part
1: of the whole video <laughs> yeah, you... right the, the, yeah so like i think there is something a little bit sexy about a dismembered plastic arm when it belongs to harry and it's i mean yeah the,
2: like I, mean, I keep going back i think my favorite part of the video is when they were just panning on the dismembered heads and they were all singing together i think it was isn't mm-hmm. there like a na 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 part in this song or something? yeah yeah that part uh, mostly just seeing you know them all there and i think anything was gonna be i don't i don't think i would call it sexy but, you know, like, there's some attractive heads. I mean, I know you d- you were not partial to Danny Jones as a plastic man. But Dougie? Dougie looked nice. And, you know, he got yeah, some, he strong, some strong jawline action. They had, like, a profile. Like that, jo- that jawline is, like, otherworldly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't He's know if I would band. call it sexy, but, I mean, it, you know, stirred some emotions, I guess.
1: <laughs> <coughs> right. I mean, I get it. I get it. So, Kathleen, every single episode, we award... Uh, what we call the Thirsty Award, where we look for the moment in the video, right? For like, who's the most thirsty? Or like, where is the most, like, highest levels of thirst in the video? And so, sometimes Stephanie and I will agree, sometimes we will uh, have to fight about it, but but I was thinking about where it would be here, right? And the, the drumstick comes to mind, right? The twirling drumstick. But I don't know, do you have, do you guys have other nominations?
2: And do you ever like not no. award
1: the award <laughs> no because usually there's so many we can't choose
2: yeah we usually have like this was my first
0: choice this was my second like this was my third right but this i don't know i mean we could talk about these jawline either all day because it's a good jawline
1: i had so like when i rephrase the question right Is like who is the thirstiest person here Right. I would like to bring up, I'm not saying I'm nominating her, but I would like to acknowledge the screaming fan, Allison. Hello. <laughs>
0: There's two of them. But fan number two doesn't have a name.
1: Exactly. But <laughs> fan number one, her name is Allison, and like her like jazz hands, right? Where she's like, ah! <laughs> like, I get it. I identify. So like, she's pretty thirsty for the band. Like as a plastic person, her whole job is to be a fan. So we'd like to shout out to Allison, because we haven't talked about her yet. She's, uh, you know, she seems pretty excited to be there. But excited <laughs> isn't quite the same as thirst. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I don't know. This video just, like, it really it really hit nothing for me. Like, it was mostly just like, oh, okay, cool. But I don't think it's, I mean, it's memorable for its weirdness, for sure. I don't think it's memorable for any thirstiness. Right? Maybe you should just change the award this week to be weird award
1: and give it to the whole video. <laughs> the whole yeah. video. Uh, we're going to have you back, Kathleen, when we, uh, like, when we're talking about another album, and we're going to show you a different video, and we're going to have you back, and you're going to be like, whoo, you know, you're going to have to fan yourself off. Okay. Right? I'm
2: holding you to that, promise. Hold you
1: to yeah, that. Yeah, we're going to fix this for you. Gonna... <laughs> I also want to propose, you know, and you can disagree with me, I don't see a lot of other frontrunners here, <laughs> but I want to say, in my opinion, here's my here's my nomination for the Thirsty Award. It's a weird one, but it's a weird video. Unusual- strange and unusual circumstances. The thirstiest person in this video is the person who's- we only see their arms. It is the person who owns the McFly box set toys. That's the thirstiest person, right? They're like, they love McFly so much that they have plastic versions of them, and they're playing with them, (laughs) and putting them together, and assembling them, and being like, nah, 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 nah. That person has the most thirst in this whole video.
0: I could agree with that. So their love for McFly is making these McFly action figures come to life.
1: That's that's some real thirst. That's some real deep-rooted <laughs> desire. Like I brought you to life from my desire.
0: It's like Andy brought his toys alive from his imagination.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, you don't own this this McFly with with Roadie and fans box set and not have an extreme level of McThirst. It's true behind the arms be <laughs> the disembodied arms yes. <laughs> the McArms yes. McAndy's McArms
0: I mean like if we're thinking of it like that way like there's no other
1: person who it could be right. but this random person with arm Right. or the road or, or, or the, the, the fan Allison but I think it's even more thirsty to own a box set box says uh, the people who are definitely ordering some later <laughs> whatever
0: okay so I agree with the arms think The arm should win. All right, this is our
1: first Thirsty award that goes to a body part
0: (laughs) (laughs) instead of a human.
1: That's all we have is body parts, they never never get assembled.
0: Yeah, they're like the assembly is like a picture. You see, like, a picture of the instructions at the end, right? Of their assembly, but is is it because like they're not finished? Do you think that that means that they're not finished as a band because they're starting out? I think it's
1: a good reading i'm so deep into this <laughs> i think that's a really good reading right and then but like yeah like they are like they're sort of being assembled on the picture right because like even their pictures starts off where they're not assembled mm-hmm. and then they're sort of brought together but like there's this like moment where like danny's like shocked that he has legs <laughs> right where like where like he's just like a disembodied torso playing the guitar and then like legs just like swoop up from the bottom of the page and like looks down and he's like whoa <laughs> i did mention that he
0: like I liked how they animated or whatever they did to, um, like, every, like, he looked over and, like, his arm came to him, and he's like, oh, okay, and then, like, was playing yeah. and then looked down and his legs came up. He's like, oh, okay, I'm a person.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's a much cuter uh, direction illustration than he is <laughs> plastic man.
0: <laughs> so for our bonus award, this one was hard, too. This video is so weird.
1: So did we agree on choosing who our third favorite is? <laughs> brutal but yes in the video or in general i think i only have in
2: general (laughs) i need to watch it again i think to have a third favorite in the video they're not really like there's nothing really going on in the video to choose from the video
0: if that makes sense because if we were going to choose a third favorite from the video
2: i would probably be the roadie
1: right
2: i don't even like you guys are talking about these like roadies and fans and i don't even think i noticed that
1: <laughs> we are highly trained professionals.
0: <laughs>
2: the roadie was the guy that had like his
0: butt crack out. There a butt
2: crack in this video? I watched it more than once. I did not notice that. Maybe that should have gotten that Thirsty Award.
1: Right. <laughs> I, crack yeah, you didn't even nominate yeah. it. So the third favorite in general. This is also hearkening back to the interactive fan fiction. This is how they tell you to rank it, right? They're mm-hmm. like, who's your favorite McGuy? Who's your second favorite McGuy? And your third favorite and your fourth favorite. So also, like,
0: is, uh... I don't think that's entirely true because, like, if you think about it, like, your favorite McGuy of obviously is going to be the number one. But, like, like, who's your second favorite McGuy? You know that's the person that your best friend has to end up with. So you can, like, second favorite isn't, like, Harry or somebody your right. best friend likes Harry. You're like, well, it obviously, has I have, have to put Harry so they end up together. So what you're saying well, is that
2: Danny's not your second favorite.
0: Out of spite, just because to mess with Sam, uh, Danny's always my fourth.
1: <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I think that uh, Stephanie and I have the exact same order, just Danny and Dougie are swapped places. Yeah. <laughs> or we might have, no, I think we have the same, the same order, just Danny and Dougie swapped. Or we might have the exact reverse order. I guess we're about, about to find out. <laughs> <laughs> I know who my third favorite is. Like, I'm prepared for this. Like, I know the answer. Oh,
2: I do too. Did you guys want to, or do you need to, like, introduce this a bonus award thing? Oh, yeah, we should.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, nobody said what we're doing with this bonus award. So the bonus award, Kathleen, uh, is just a secondary award that changes every single episode. And we try to relate it oh. back to the title somehow
0: bonus award for this single is, who is your third favorite, considering this song is called Room on the Third Floor? So should we have Kathleen go first, <laughs> who's okay. her third favorite? And she's the
2: guest, okay. and we could talk cool. about this forever.
1: All right, Kathleen, who's your third favorite?
2: Um, so if I had to pick my third favorite member of McFly, just like in general, I think I... I don't know if I'm, like, married to this decision... I want to say it's Dougie because I'm pretty sure my first favorite is Tom and then Danny, then Dougie, then Harry. (laughs) I want to say that's it. But you know, this I'm like new to the rodeo. So maybe by the time you guys have me on again, I'll have a different answer. (laughs)
1: can compare answers yeah your third favorite is just a polite way of saying you're almost least favorite
2: that's so sad though because that's not i feel like that's not really how it is because they're all so close like it's a tough decision they all bring their
0: own personality and stuff to
2: the table right Mm
0: -hmm. like the reason i even have danny on the list (laughs) (laughs) is because he's so dumb. he's so talented and he's just he's also really funny and i love following him on social media i he's i think he's the only person of mcfly i have a favorite tweet of their first tweet because i think he said something like how does twitter work or something stupid and i was like oh danny I love
1: <laughs> can i guess your order stephanie sure okay like from fir- like first favorite to so my i'm ultimately going to conclude that i think that harry is your third favorite and i think it goes dougie tom harry danny Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> I knew it.
2: Steph, you have to guess hers now. <laughs> and the only reason Danny's is last is just
0: because out of spite for you. Um, <laughs> what do you think? Because, like, my thing is, you love him so much, and, like, he can't have a big ego. So he's obviously my least <laughs> favorite. <laughs> I love him so much. I'm guessing your order would be Danny,
2: Tom.
1: Harry, Dougie. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so Harry is our third favorite. And, yeah, Woo! no, and
2: Tom's your second favorite in both, too, right? Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. Well, that's why I thought. I was like, we have the same order, just, like, flipped. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, at first I, like, I, I thought that, like, maybe, like, if we had had this conversation a couple of years ago, I think there was a time in your life when you would have said, Dougie, Harry, Tom, Danny, and then we would have been, like, in exact reverse order, but... Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's changed, I think, as years have gone on.
0: Yeah, I think it's also I think it's influenced by the fact that Tom posts a lot more on social media, so I feel like right. I know Tom better than the rest of them because, like, I'm obsessed with his wife. Obviously, he's still only my second because the love of my life is Dougie Pointer. But
1: <laughs> I get it. My crush on Tom is wildly out of control.
0: It's okay, Kathleen. You end up with him.
1: That's fine. Yeah, I don't need, I I, I want to be with Danny. I just got kind of a wild secret crush on top. Do
0: you think, because this is the last single of their first album, do you think this was a good last single?
1: No. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad it wasn't their first or their second or their third, right? Because like, by then, you know, you've, you've already got like being like, oh, thank God, like, like this was kind of a dud, but it, they're br- like, think of it in the mindset of 2004. You're a brand new, they're a brand new band. You're a brand new fan. By the time this one comes out, you're already like you've already decided to buy the album. You already absolutely love the first three songs. So I think it's it's good that it's the last single on this album because the there's already the precedent of these like three really amazing ones. But like I just Mm -hmm. don't think it's a good single in general.
2: I thought it was a strange choice for a single. Mm -hmm. Like I could see that just being a song on the album. Mm -hmm. One that gets kind of buried, you know, there in the middle of the album. I I thought it was a strange choice for a single just because it's not catchy it's not particularly clever either um and you know as a new band you want to stand out and I don't think this song stands out I think it's a probably more of like a tried and true fly song Mm -hmm. more than anything um rather than you know something that's gonna propel fans forward that being said after like listening to you guys talk about this you know hearing that it's the first song that they wrote together without help from someone outside the band Mm -hmm. i can see why it would be very important for them to release it as a single
1: right um as a statement more than anything and it's their like it's the title of their their debut album right the album is also called room on the third floor i think it does mean something to them it is not the fourth single that i would have chosen right from room on the third floor the album when we can talk we're going to talk about the album more generally in our next episode but yeah i mean i think it means a lot to them i
0: agree with all those opinions. (laughs) (laughs) i have nothing really to add i like i do i don't like the song i don't like the video i think as a single and like you're naming your album after the song Mm -hmm. which i so i think it's a really interesting choice to name it after this particular song because like first three songs were definitely like surf rock and like pining after women mm-hmm. and this one's just kind of like two rows i think as like a last single that's the title of your album i think it's a good last single to end on because not only do they pine after women and have surf rock but they're deep too you
1: know Right. And I think it is trying to show some range, right? You know, thinking about, like, we're a brand new band. What message are we sending? They're like, look at how fun and summertime we are. But also, look at our slow jams, right? Like, we don't just jump around and say, do-do-do-do-do-do. Right? It's like sometimes we sit down and say, (laughs) (laughs)
0: na-na-na-na. And also... They are trying to show some range. (laughs) And also... I. We go back to, um, you said about that girl the other week talked about how, like, it's that there's definitely like a class issue in the video Mm -hmm. that they're of the working man and like rich people always get the girls, blah, blah, blah. This song shows like, hey, I'm like, just like you. Mm -hmm. Like, we also live sometimes in shitty hotel rooms and like, we're not these big pop stars or whatever. We're just regular dudes. Right.
1: I got to keep my feet on the ground.
0: It's also, like, besides being, like, rangy and showing they have other emotions, it's also a very humble song. Right. I feel.
1: I think that's smart. Uh, well, this has been such a pleasure. Um, thank you so much for being here with us today, Kathleen. Thanks for having me. It was a fun time. And thank you all for listening. If you would like to play along with the McGuy segment or participate in any of our other conversations, you can find us on Twitter at Macu the Podcast or on Facebook at Macu the Podcast
0: if you want to follow me on my personal twitter you can follow me at steph underscore to do t o d o,
1: and i'm on twitter at sam underscore Edmonds 122
0: and we will see you next time and next time we're going to talk about the whole album of room on the third floor we're
1: gonna wrap it all up season we're wrapping up season one with uh with a larger discussion of album one so thanks for listening
2: his instagram is pictures of children and a woman yes he is married and has two very adorable children
0: and his wife is also very cute it's a very cute Oh, look at these eyebrows
1: oh hey terry's eyebrows this time team make note um on our last like three episodes kathleen i've been obsessed with tom's eyebrows
2: does he even have eyebrows like are they like really light colored does tom
1: even have eyebrows (laughs) oh honey child (laughs) (laughs) Oh, honey child, you don't even know.